hello everyone. I just have realized that um, I made a stupid mistake when I started recording. Anyway, uh, in the Reaper you can record in the middle of the track. So I, if I will forget about this, then I will have approximately one hour of silence, and then, <laughs> then before. And uh, let me let me start usual. Welcome to the Non-Intuitive Beats podcast, brought to you by the Leaders Club that you are part two if you're listening to us, but do consider elevating your membership by joining Discord channel. We do actually respond to people in Discord channel periodically. And today in the virtual studio with me, we have Dmitry Manarigov. Say hi. Hello, it's me again. <laughs> and the voice that you currently hearing, annoying voice, is from me, Slava Kovalevsky. I still cannot unsee this amazing drawing on both of us in the Discord channel that someone did last time. Last time. <laughs> Alexander. Yes, that was Alexander. Um, let me... Let me actually see, did we have any comments already? No, we don't have any comments in the chat, in the Discord. My friend, how are you doing? I have tons of the topics, but they are all small. They are all very, very small. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't have... Surprisingly, I have nothing this week. Mm -hmm. Somehow I manage chill and relax. <laughs> Besides my one uh, one day in office. Um, I actually started to watch Oppenheimer. So apparently when you have baby, you don't have much time to watch three-hour movies. But I found really cool feature on Apple TV. Okay. Apparently, okay. you can connect two pair of AirPods to Apple TV, and they sound pretty good, at least for me. So we are able to watch like a movie together with my wife while baby was sleeping. Um, yeah, I managed to watch like half of movie. I like it so far, um, but pretty much looks like a very standard biopic. True. To be fair. Uh... And yeah, this this ship have sailed. I would highly suggest to watch in the proper IMAX because it was. Yeah, yeah I yeah. can imagine. Like a picture, a picture is good. I still don't get to place where they make an explosion, so I'm waiting for that one. Mm. Yeah. I actually bought a book, uh, History of Atomic Bomb or something like this, or Nuclear Bomb. I don't remember. Um, so I'm going to read it after probably. God, it's the history of the uh, history of the bombing, or no? That's probably uh, not. no. It's like atomic or nuclear bomb. Yeah, history of atomic bomb. Yeah, the yeah, making of the one. atomic bomb. God, yes, it, exactly. It, it. Okay, okay. You know, speaking about the movie, I started watching the Black Mirror, uh, Black Mirror uh, season six. Okay, and. I must say that only first episode is reasonable. Like you're watching the first episode, it's like, oh, it's interesting. I, you know, I, I probably will give it a go. It feels like they learned the lesson and they're improving. And then episode two, episode three. Let me put it this way: it's not as bad as uh, season four because I think season five was just one movie they, well, where they try to make okay. interactive. Uh, season six is probably marginally better. But I'm not sure if I would recommend it to anyone. Yeah, uh, is it still like a diff like diff like each episode made by different directors? Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. Yep. And they hire pretty much really good actors for some of them. But the interesting part that's the the episode where they put the star actors. It's so so. You know, it's not the best at least so far. I see. 
Yeah, but the worst part, you know, looks like they click the formula. If you have a really good episode one, not that it's really good, but it has this feeling of nostalgia of the good uh, Black Mirror when you're watching actually interesting and you have a thing, a food for thought. Pigs involved or any other animals. (laughs) No, no, there is no pigs involved, at least in the first several episodes. Uh, You know, let me... Actually, I wanted to to show something. I realized that I have a completely wrong page pre prepared. Uh, shit, 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 shit! And now I have to quickly find it. I wanted to share um, an interesting story about the investment, and for sharing that story, I actually wanted to show something. Um, and I cannot find the right uh, the right page to show it. Oh, Jesus. But let me start vocalizing at least high level what I wanted to, to show. So, have I told you about investments through Lego? Um, I remember you, you were talking about like buying Lego, Lego and selling them after they became rare or something. Yeah, it's a very simple concept that actually extremely profitable, at least so far. And, uh, you know, maybe it will start uh, being profitable. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but the concept is, again, very, very simple. You looking at the old Lego sets uh, that's going to be retired um, and you're just literally buying them. Uh, you're just literally buying them and then usually what happens, uh, the price going uh, several X uh, several X up after the Lego retiring them because you no longer can actually buy them or you no longer can get them. Um, it, it's it's actually very simple to to even check. You can take any any uh, Lego sets that Lego retired in 2023 and just check the price and you will see that something that was selling for 200 bucks will be selling for 350, 450 up. And this is we are now in January. If you will just hold them for a little longer. Um, yeah, but it's um, one of the reasons why I don't sell a lot of like home stuff. You know, like I hate really to to find people to sell them. Maybe with leg is better, but when you're trying to sell something like a toaster or microwave, uh, there's so much hassle and like people are weird. Like you need to meet them. You know, a lot of scam. I, I don't know how it's how it is in the legal Lego world. Oh, but, you know, there is a simple way. If you're okay to wait, you can sell through Amazon. If you will actually register for yourself as a seller on Amazon, put it on Amazon, uh, sure, you will get then stars and all this stuff, but that's fine. Um, yeah, and uh, that's that's pretty much the way to go. If you're selling it for the small margin and just need to sell one item, going through the process is, is a hustle, I agree. But if you're actually uh, doing something like that, yeah, it's worth a while, worth a while. Talking about investments, um, today I participated in buying US treasuries from auction. From auction? So, yeah. Apparently, it's uh, not harder than buying from secondary market. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically, I didn't buy. I just opened it position because auction will be on Monday. Okay. Um, and I found it's really interesting how they... Did, did you try it before? On auction, never. Always from the second market. Never from the auction. It's an interesting way how they do it. Like So essentially, every few weeks, US government prop- like trying to sell some bonds. Mm-hmm. And they, they always go with a um, 
amount of money they need. Like we need 20 billions. Mm-hmm. But they don't don't yet have a rate for these bonds. People before that, they put money and say, okay, I will buy like 1 billion on like 7% or higher, like coupon, mm-hmm. coupon percentage. Or so what they do in day, like when action happens, uh, they get all these bids, sort them increasing order. Mm-hmm. The good part, you as a retail investor always bid first because you are non-compete. You don't actually decide what percentage. You say, okay, I just buy whatever. Mm-hmm. So they sort all of us, all people with bids. Mm-hmm. They grab first top what they need, like 20 billions. Mm-hmm. They pick highest percentage, like the one who say, okay, one in the end with the highest percentage and apply to all, all people. So when you buy an action, you actually get best price. I mean, everyone gets the same price, but it's always the best price for you. Interesting. Um, interesting. That is really interesting. So, uh, and you're buying it from Treasury, uh, whatever, direct. No, I just went with the Schwab. Apparently, you can just use brokerage. You can use Treasury direct, mm-hmm. but for me, brokerage was easier. Got it, got it, got it. So I want to just... just um, uh share one thing for you to consider and pay attention to mm-hmm. so when you're buying a bonds unlike shares um sh- they rarely trade in units of one or two share mm-hmm. so if you're buying let, let's say two or three or five bonds and you're not uh, then later buying the same bond more and more and more mm-hmm. uh you might be facing the problem if you want to sell now now Mm, I see. So they're not very uh, liquid in this case. Yes. You technically can, you know, you mm-hmm. can always borrow money, buy a, a rest amount of bonds that you need for a smaller sell. Mm-hmm. And the way how it goes, the, 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 the smallest amount of sell will give you the worst money on the second market. Mm. The more you're selling and the vice versa. If you're buying more, you can buy in slightly better price and you're buying less. And uh, that's like real problem. I used to have what is called a bond, bond ladder. Yeah, bond mm. ladders is effectively when you're buying bonds with the different months of expiration. So you can actually get cash constantly. So slowly we'll be getting cash. And I was doing that until I realized that I'm slicing my things in a chunk of bonds, like five bonds, 10 bonds, so to speak. Mm. And time to time, the minimum selling quantity is 50 bonds. Mm. <laughs> like 50 bonds, like 50K. And uh, because the slice is so thin, I had actually to wait until I find the buyer that could okay to buy one or two bonds and I sell the, at minimum. So it's not that exactly one or two. They usually, mm-hmm. the buyers will say, I will buy from blah, minimum blah, with this price. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an interesting. There was part where you actually, and there was an interesting part opposite. There was a time when bonds were so popular that you could not buy one or two. Everyone was selling like I am selling only two hundred plus, and, and mm-hmm. that's it. Uh, yeah. So in- interesting. I didn't know about this part. But yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, since we're speaking about the investment, and I still fail to find. Uh, to find the list of uh, the exact website that I wanted to share. <gasps> no, I might have no. I haven't. Uh, uh, actually, yes, yes. Finally, finally, this is the one. This is the one that I have, have used. So this list of 2024 that they retired, and just look what they're going to retire. They're going to retire NASA Space Shuttle Discovery. 
Like that's exactly the one that like right there. <laughs> the main problem is how to buy them, but resist opening and assembling. Not a problem for me. Here's one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's the one. Then the retire Porsche 911. Uh, when they publish this list, the same year? I don't know. I actually have several sites that I periodically open, but it's once per year, so I even forgot. So I literally forgot about this. This site I like because you can literally update the year and the end, and they have the same link for each year. Uh, and then you see <laughs> this year, and you can even check, like, uh, go and uh, find something. Uh, I'm curious how it w- still works. I mean, if this strategy is well known, right, and people are aware of it, how it still work? Like, hmm. like not balanced itself. I think it will. I think it will. Uh, this is not the known strategy in the sense that I heard it from random dude. Like this is doing it. I'm pretty sure it will be known at some point. And this is not something that um, even if people who are hearing would be would be willing immediately to jump into. Mm-hmm. Uh, for many many reasons, including like hustle to sell to store to 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 yeah. So this is a, an interesting investment. Let's put it this way. Uh, but yeah, let's give you exactly the numbers uh, that you need to punch in Amazon. And, mm-hmm. Next step, you should tell other people after you think about the strategy. Yes, you can say, hey, and you know what? I have few Porsche nine one one with me, and I can sell it to you. It's a really good price. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. <laughs> Pump and dump with Lego sets. <laughs> That's the future, yes. Um you know speaking about since we started speaking about the investments, uh I first of all I have can two two things that I want to recommend. Actually, first not recommend, just start doing. I start selling my own options. So uh, selling options, uh, this strategy will, works uh, interestingly well. Uh, this is my first experience. I used to buy options, now actually issuing options. Um, okay, mm-hmm. I remember some parts of it, but I always um, mistaken which one doing what. So when you're selling, what, what is happening? Oh, when you're selling, you effectively can sell two two options. And by the way, I constantly confusing put a call. Uh, so I apologize. I've been in the investments so many years. I still struggling to remember which is which. But one is effectively says that you are issuing the right for anyone to sell to you 100 shares for a particular price. If you're issuing that options, you have to have money at any point in cash to buy those shares. Mm-hmm. Um and another one where you pro when you're issuing the right to sell a particular amount of shares in this case you have to have 100 shares of that company or you can actually buy another option that allows you to buy shares with a different price so then you need to have that option and a cash okay. so, yeah. which one do you use do you use so mostly i'm issuing the options that allow me to buy with a particular price uh From you Yes, so someone can go to me and force me to buy 100 shares for a particular price. Uh, from them, okay. And uh, the reason why I usually try playing with these options, so uh, the way how it works is uh, that they would buy it by cheap on the market and sell me by uh, higher price, uh, higher price that, that I'm asking, so to speak. But the idea here is that... Um, in this mod, 
uh, I am keeping the shares. So if I, for example, uh, do believe that um, uh, do believe that uh, Nvidia will go up, right? I think it will go up. I can issue the options that allow me to, uh, to buy Nvidia 10% lower. That's sorry, sell uh, share that I will buy your shares um, with with. Uh, with a price um, that sorry i'm thinking the price with a price that uh lower than current price of nvidia okay so now effectively uh if the price of the nvidia goes down anyone on the market can buy nvidia and go and sell it to me and i will lose money in this case but you lose limited amount right it's a good thing because nvidia can go down to zero but not below zero right Correct. It's still, you know, I still comparing to earning from options. I still will lose if Nvidia goes down to zero. I will lose a huge amount of money comparing to what I have earned. Mm -hmm. So here there is two implicit things. I actually assume that Nvidia will not go to zero. Mm -hmm. And two, what I'm betting here that if uh, Nvidia even will go down and I will be forced to buy with a higher price, I still can keep shares. So the moment shares realize. will go up. And this is second assumption. And uh, if you're playing the strategy right, you will be earning small amount of money. This actually conflicts with my own philosophy because I'm earning small amount of money, but exposed to a bigger risk. I hate to do so, but I wanted to just try. I never issued options. I usually would be buying them and playing with others, uh, but not uh, not issuing. And for some of the shares like Nvidia, it's probably reasonably safe. I mean, it's not something where I put all my money. Uh, it's usually, yeah. yeah but I mean, the good part again, even if it's like goes down a tremendous amount of money, it's still finite. I remember it was, I don't, again, I also confuse which one or which, but there's a strategy with options which are reversed. And if stock option like price goes like up many times, like Nvidia makes something really good, it makes like, five ten times bigger stocks then you fucked really because there's no high cap on this oh yes yes the reverse one is is uh, yeah it's, it's horrible but to be to, to be fair if you want to play that mark the way how you play it so you issuing the options that says that you will have to um you not to buy you will have to to sell with a smaller price so you, you can do it in two ways. One, you already have a shares. In this case, you actually, nothing will happen. You will sell it for a small price. Uh, the second is where you uh, buying someone else options. So someone else give you an option that says that I will sell you Nvidia for 500 bucks. Nvidia doesn't cost that much, but you're buying that options in uh, um, for the sake that if it go to 1000, and someone tells you i want to buy 20 per 20 per share and you now have to buy 100 you will not be forced to buy with a thousand price you can go and use that option in the worst case the one that is describing that actually usually normal investors like me even legally cannot do it's called uncovered uncovered when they issuing option and i don't have anything i don't have neither money nor shares uh, sorry i should have money but money obviously can run out in this case if you have many options like that all of them are are uh running through the roof y you fucked <laughs> that's why people jump from the from the windows when there was a uh crisis so to speak um 
Okay, another thing that I want to, uh, last thing from the investing part, since we start speaking about the investing, is profits taken. So this is an interesting research that, uh, not the research, this is an interesting service, so to speak, that's run by a guy who is selling uh, investment advices. But it's not the advices in the sense of newsletters that I'm trying to organize where I'm uh, doing two, which by the way, doing reasonably well now. Uh, but nevertheless, it's not in the sense of uh, investment advices. Here is three, by the way, my service is not investment advice and I cannot give it, it's just saying uh, there is a proper disclaimer with which newsletter. But again, it's not for the sake of here is a five or six shares to watch in the next week. Mm -hmm. This is for day, day traders. People who actually do day trading with tons of these insights. And if you're actually trying to penetrate day trading, you're starting doing day trading, I would highly recommend. So I really like these small projects from people who are just starting because quite often they might be um, quite uh, uh, insightful uh, with tons of the interesting idea that not yet spread. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is one of these projects that I found. It's the discord of this guy has like 1,000 people. Uh, this means that maybe several hundreds are actually paying. So it's really small community yet. Yeah, because like when it's go really spreads and again, it doesn't work and everyone is using the same strategy. That's true. But to be fair, I, I wonder how big you need to go in the sense that how... Can, is it really possible that a Discord can have so many people that have a meaningful impact on the market that played by Vanguard, Fidelity? Oh, yeah, but it's like if it goes out of Discord, you know, somehow. Like someone say, hey, this guy always makes money on our radars. So. Yeah, uh, you know, this. there is this guy, Mad Money, who is Jim, uh, Jim Cartman? Jim Cartman, I don't remember, Mad Money, who's... Uh, main uh jim karmer karmer of course oh yeah. yeah yeah so there was a two uh mutual funds one that was trading exactly what uh, what jim karmer was saying another they were training opposite always opposite of he was saying so the one that was trading what jim karmer was saying already bankrupt the opposite the one that trading opposite still there still alive <laughs> uh yeah yeah, take it, take it with a face value. This is just information and facts. Yeah, I, I think uh, it was a uh, inside like inside joke and Uber blind because he he was like saying that Uber will go like skyrocket like few years ago and like two weeks after Uber like crashed down like completely. Uh, uh, oh yes, I remember that. Yes. I think this is also the guy that told by uh, Spirit, uh, uh, <laughs> company. The most, yeah, that's just crazy guy. He's the one that uh, unfortunately said that Bitcoin to stay here to stay, and uh, then Bitcoin went down. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, um, I was saying that this is a last on the investment, but uh, there is a small topic in between. So there is a nice book going infinite. I'm not sure. I think I started telling about this book. But I have not mm -hmm. told her last time, no? Or maybe uh, it was different. Or maybe it wasn't on the podcast. <laughs> I think you're right. I think I told it in the end. I was remembering. So yeah, let's just... Pa paper book? Yes. Yes, actually I do. Oh, I don't have it with me right now, but yeah, it's somewhere. It's somewhere. Actually, I need, next time I, I need to just uh, grab all books that you already read and don't need. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I can give you a few. Uh, I can give you a few. Unfortunately, I dumped some of them to library at work. Uh, but uh, actually, I probably, I, I, just in my head, I'm thinking, is it legally to take it back? If those are my book that I shared and the shared part of the library where you're giving up to the community in the library, can we take it back? At work? I don't think it's like official. You can go and take if you want. But you can say, I mean, I can buy it. I already have a huge backlog of paper books, so... Oh, the, the, this one I have. So this one I will oh, give yeah. you for sure. Like others books. There are several others that I did it. Uh, not sure even why. Okay. Um, that's all then for investment. Um, my friend, have you tried LM Studio for a prolonged time? I remember you were saying that no, you wanted to. Like, I wanted, I actually wanted not LM Studio, but I have another one. Um, this one is more like for fine tuning. It's LM Studio closer to stable diffusion UI. You know, like a lot of tuning stuff. I was using another one. I forgot. Essentially, web U, web UI for mm. Llama. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't used it much this week because I didn't have like much time on computer. I found I use uh, ChatGPT on iPhone a lot. Oh, want to share really cool hacks that I found. So I wanted to bake a cheesecake. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to sm uh, to have a small one, and I found really small baking form. Okay. And I didn't really want to find receipt and try to adjust and figure out volume. So what I did, I just measured diameter, mm -hmm. height, and told ChatGPT, "Here's the size of my baking uh, dish. Mm -hmm. Give me receipt of New York cheesecake that perfectly fits it." And it does. Uh, like, I think <laughs> the best thread, uh, like the for all this. Uh, I don't know. Did you ever search for some receipts and found like receipt uh, websites? Have you ever? Yeah, of course. Yes. Yep. They they awful, and I think like ChatGPT just killed them completely. Um, makes total sense. Makes total sense. But okay, how? So you said using ChatGPT on iPhone. Are you referring to official ChatGPT or yes. that? Okay. Yes. Got, got it. Got it. Yeah, I try to use this specific studio for uh, some amount of time and um, honestly, I gave up on the second day. Uh, I haven't found any model that even close to acceptable for me that would be also working reasonably fast. Yeah, yeah they, they either slow or works poorly. And all both. All both, yes, 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 yes. However, uh, interesting thing that I have found uh specifically on the search in chat gpt so uh rabbit right i told some time ago about rabbit tag which is like uh rabbit 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 i guess there is a oh sorry i guess with a yes rabbit rabbit uh, so this is a device that I was uh, uh telling before i pre-ordered this and when you're pre-ordering this they actually give you the subscription, which by itself worth several hundred dollars for a year on uh, Perplexity. On what? So Perplexity is a really nice service that effectively using ChatGPT to summarize Google search. So okay. this is a main niche. If you actually have something where you need to, to have a really old style Google search, mm -hmm. it does it much better. So it's effectively Googling for you and summarizing. So it's effectively like you would try to uh, engineer the prompt that would try to instruct uh, ChatGPT always do the search. And then they not only doing the, the summarization. So let's, let me see. 
What is the capital capital of France? So just to show the live demo. So it's more or less answers with different link on Wikipedia, related articles and uh, pictures. So it's give you a, a Google-like answer, but it's actually created by the ChatGPT through the Google search. So it's way, way more, uh, way better, so to speak, than, um, uh, than just having exactly the same UI in the Google. It's hard to say because it's, it's a simple question, but the moment you start asking more complex question, and especially if you actually need a search for some reason, uh, ChatGPT didn't give you an answer. Mm -hmm. feature to summarize page, because that would be cool, you know, like instead of going to page with an answer, say, okay, just retrieve information from there. Maybe, actually, I have not used it for this specific thing. Okay. But the interesting part that you can actually keep asking the question. So you have a search mm. and you can now says, uh, I don't know, uh, what about main parts of the city uh, and keep chatting about the search that will try to summarize again it. You see, it's also have picture search that it just did. Uh, even though I ask follow up question that it has some links and actual answer. So this is a really interesting uh, chat GPT wrapper that effectively uh, for Google search-like requests under the hood using Google search. Now it has a premium feature, which effectively doing exactly the same as ChatGPT4. So that was, I really like this, this service, but time to time you will see that they're using 3.5 under the hood. But if you're paying, it's using four. And Rabbit, uh, giving you paid subscription. So if you pre-order the Rabbit, they will give you, I think, at least one year uh, subscription, which is in the value by itself. I think, uh, okay, you need to log in. But if I remember the price, uh, it's actually by itself uh, one year subscription, roughly, on this service. So, okay, so you get it in some way for free. Exactly, yes. It's not something that I would buy. I just use it because it's very convenient with 3.5. But yes, if I have pro version, oh my God, it's so much better. Um, so yeah, this is a highly recommend to try it. It's free. For, it's literally free. But yeah, for free versions using 3.5, not the 4. Uh, okay, sounds interesting. I will take a look. Let me, oh, I think it's in our chat. So yes, it's a perplexity AI, but let me uh, send it in the Discord, but also in our document. Um, speaking about GPTs, uh, do you want to tell about our game, my friend? The concept, how we created it. I know the game doesn't exist yet, but I think it was, oh, yeah. was fun. Slava proposed Hackathon, and we pick ideas that I had for a long time to have um, essentially puzzle game, I would say, like breakout of a room uh, that used two GPT actors. The idea here is that you have one GPT uh, working as AI, uh, as UI, essentially. It interacts with the player, give player uh, what's what's happening. We're working on a small um, plot where characters trapped in a room and need to escape it. So one GPT works as UI, uh, saying what's happening and also receives comments. And another GPT has a whole state, whole understanding of what's going on, and that one actually uh, process like do progress of the game. Mm, I think it actually will work well. Our demo, like it's slow because of GPTs, like you have two response. Uh, but yeah, I think it was an interesting concept. 
Yeah, I, I really think we're up to something. I honestly was was planning to uh, work more maybe this weekend when I if, if there is a chance to prompt to other aspects uh, and eventually we can replace uh, actors. So the idea that we will split the game in different actors. Each yeah. actor will, will have uh, its own duty, so to speak. One actor only knows how the world looks like and what the action are taking and other actors is storing the long-term memory because uh, the, the problem that if you're using only one actor that actor actually knows everything and uh, you might think it's useful uh, in reality it's not <laughs> yeah i think in our case we just need maybe to think about state better to to give them better chance and maybe there should be two states like one hide and one public who knows yeah yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, and you know, yeah, actually one thing to try here is to replace actors that inherently stupid with first GPT-3.5, which actually I tried, it worked reasonably well, but then we can use local, local GPT. So those stupid GPTs actually can be used on some of the actors that we might have really, really well, but we need to try. Um, yeah, you now I oh. let's go to the next topic. Uh, these things not not specifically in the from the notes, but I just recalled. So, there is this exit games, I highly recommend if you haven't played. Uh, so exit the game is effectively a paper uh, escape the room game. Mm. Uh, amazing, like really amazing. I highly recommend. Uh, they have a seasons where they constantly releasing new and new and new. Some of them are better, some of them are worse. But the whole idea that they actually have a complexity level. Uh, they have a the same mechanic for the parts. How you checking if your puzzle is correct or not correct? So some of the mechanics are transferable. So the moment you understand the game, you can easily pick up the new games and new games and new games. So the puzzles are completely different but the basic mechanics are very similar so you actually will know after the first play uh, how it works and unlike many other games they incorporating as much shit as possible so just to give you a perspective um one of the clue that we we got playing this game yesterday with my wife was uh phone minus fax Give me a second. Yes. Phone minus uh, printer. That's the first thing yeah. that I actually responded. I responded exactly the same. Okay. So it turns out on the box, you have the official phone of the company and fax of the phone company. You see, literally need to take phone minus the fax numbers and the end numbers was there. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the ways mm -hmm. how they're finding to incorporate real world and the moment you're realizing, oh shit, oh my god, yes, it was so simple. It's just clicking like that. And this is just one example. They're doing it amazingly well. Um, they one time convinced, convinced, it was so convinced that the game is broken, so they give you a second pair of parts of this game because uh, they have not passed the quality control, so mm -hmm. they, it's a replacement to original parts. It turns out it's a part of the game. <laughs> and like you have to figure out why they're different. And mm -hmm. so, so, yeah, it was. Um, Anyway, so this is just 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 cool things. I pick it up uh, when the COVID started, and uh, I'm still using them. And again, they have a different levels of complexity. So you can start with a, a simple one, and then slowly go more complex, more. Co and some of them are better, some of them are worse. It's probably anything that constantly updating. Uh, but yeah, overall, highly recommend. 
Um, okay, with more topic about this front. Oh shit, I forgot about GPT. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about one more topic about the GPT. So one of the most popular GPTs uh, right now out there is AI girlfriendness. That's okay. uh, that's like right now the most useful GPT, the most frequently used GPT. <laughs> so here is a question for you, my friend. Where is all AI boyfriends? So I think uh, to answer this first, we need to say how many males use ChatGPT in general and how many females to see the split. Maybe they're like 1% of females using ChatGPT, that's why all AI boyfriends. And then we need to find statistics adjusted to this amount. So we don't know. That's my... Maybe there are actually a lot of AI boyfriends, just like not many users. So you're saying that all these males with toxic masculinity just forbidding the female to use ChatGPT and therefore as a result, uh, not many girls using ChatGPT. I'm not not saying that. (laughs) Oh man, but yeah, I I agree with the line of... Uh, I can can use the opposite, right? Um, So the world is that females um, get less money for job, you know? Okay. So they mm-hmm. less likely to pay for subscription for ChatGPT. That's where an inequality lies. But why are they getting less money? Because there is toxic masculinity that don't give them money that, that, that they 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 earning. So, uh, but yeah, I agree with you with line of thoughts. Uh, probably, yeah, just less female that using that and, and more males that using that. Probably that is the case. Uh, the interesting part, they actually policing these bots. So you cannot, for example, have a virtual sex with this bot. They actually policing that. If your bot can start uh, being horny or speak about some interesting topics, they will... Okay, they will... Business idea, new business idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> How much money do you need to train a model? So... Uh, <laughs> Not that much, actually. And uh, the biggest problem is uh, the rig that you need for inference. Because for the training, even though you need a bigger training, you don't need it permanently. You can invest one time. For inference, you have something yeah. uh, something that constantly there that will cost a fortune. Um, I think I might have mentioned a friend of mine and I were trying to, to see if it was investing to buying a one rig and a two of us and hosting the model. And yeah, so far, no, the answer is no. Even 1490, if you will buy several of those, uh, there is still not good enough model that you can deploy. And for this business, you probably need a really good model for idea that you probably having in your head. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, you definitely can't buy it. It's like more rather renting or something. You know, if you have a good enough model, I actually mm. probably think that it's more uh, cost-effective at this point to buy. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it felt like because the, the, the price of rent will only go up so far. Mm-hmm. And they constantly changing GPU. So even if you will try to use more cheaper GPU, it will not be forever. They so far they retiring them so fast, much faster than they retiring these days CPUs. So if you need in one gigahertz, you can stick to an older CPU for much longer than you theoretically can stick to an older GPU in the cloud. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, at least for some time it will be the case. I don't know for how long. Yes. 
uh, on that note, since we're starting, you know, there is a um, there is this uh, uh, guy. I forgot his name, but it doesn't matter actually. Uh, Lekun probably would be a good uh, uh, a good point. So the Meta just have announced that they uh, have already bought several hundred thousands of H100 and um, uh, they're planning to have around 600,000 of H100 GPUs like whatever that means and um, so this year they're expecting to send somewhere like 30 to 35 billions and I will try to put this in perspective. So I had written it down somewhere. Let me quickly open on the site to just, just put some perspective on how big this is. And if I written this down, shit, of course I forgot. No, no, I have it. So Jeff Bezos' biggest yacht have uh, costed 500 millions. Okay. The whole new headquarter of Apple, the whole headquarter with the, with the land costed 5 billions. And then they investing 20 billions, Meta investing 20 billions in the hardware, which you can build how many? Four new headquarters of Apple with this money in the hardware to train Llama 3. So where um, where Nvidia makes their chips? Like Taiwan. Country? Taiwan, of course. <laughs> yes. So now you know why they try to buy as much as they can now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And you know, there may be no other chance. That's true. That's true. Uh, and you know, when you're reading, uh, China bought um, GPUs from Nvidia. So there was a scandal that said, oh, China uh, government and military actually find a way to uh, to overcome the US ban and buy the chips. And you're reading that Meta buying 600,000 in the article about. Uh, you know, uh, about the China finding the way. Uh, you have things like uh, tender documents show thousands entities. And if you look at these entities, some of them will buy one, some of them will buy Maybe five. to play games. <laughs> it looks like, yes, they're probably playing games. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, it looks like even if China finding the way, they're finding a way maybe like hundred stops. But <laughs> this scale, 600,000, this is just unbelievable. Uh, but again, to be fair, they said that they buying 300,000 of H100 and the rest is uh, either in-house build or something else. And they planning to use it for train Llama Three. Llama. So mm -hmm. It looks like it's such a huge money, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, 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 I'm really surprised no one trying to to build like a factory to make these chips. I know, like it's a lot of expertise, a lot of details, but it's like a huge amount of money. You know, it's actually not that that much. So. Here is what I mean by that. I'm trying to be careful. Two things. One, actually, they do try. That's not fair to say they don't because Intel has, AMD has, and even tech, uh, TSMC trying to build one in the US. So they're trying mm -hmm. to rebuild in the US. But the biggest problem that when everyone... So number one, Fab, which is producing chips, has to be updated regularly. You have mm -hmm. to be updating them constantly. And B, because you're buying, you're selling chips to the whole world and everyone buying, to some extent, this is unprecedented project where the whole world chipping in to rebuild from ground zero each year. You're rebuilding FAP. And 
When you have unprecedented project like that, when the whole world chipping in to rebuild each year the fab, and it's literally rebuilding from ground up to have the new um, uh, process of, of building, even U.S. Uh, budget as a nation would not be enough to replicate that process. They can allocate tons of the money to build the fab that probably will be obsolete already by the time they finish, and now they will have to allocate the same amount of money to build another one. So unless TSMC will slowly rebuild the copy themselves or it will be destroyed and Intel that has fobs in the US will be the main one, I just don't see how this is even possible. Let's see. Um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe if the China will attack the, the uh, Taiwan, that's uh, maybe maybe Intel will become again the, the manufacturer number one and with their fobs in the US, but we'll see. And again, TSMC planning to build something, yes. So far, last time I heard, it was not moving really well. Yeah, I also hear. Apparently, you can uh, can buy cheap, cheap for workforce here. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think that is that is it, yes. Um, interestingly, with this news, um, I got surprised that, yes, I think Meta is one of the companies that's uh, investing all in an open source. This will be the Llama 3 that any of us will be able to use. Um, I don't know, it's... it's I think Meta is the company right now that is investing uh, as much as that investing more to open source than anyone, anyone else on the market right now, and that just surprised me when yeah, I especially on the news after OpenAI, you know, has a beef between business and scientists, <laughs> and now OpenAI also say we remove clause of not working with military. <laughs> like, yep. I, I really, I really waiting for a movie about OpenAI. How Sam, Sam Altman just played everyone. It's like. A, Better than Facebook movie. Next Silicon Valley season. Wait, let's wait. Next Silicon Valley season. Wait, it will be next to season. I saw. I should. No, no, no. I, I'm saying that this would be nice to to oh, show okay. this as a next Silicon Valley season. Yes, uh, I don't know. I I don't think they they will make it, but uh, who knows? Um. Okay, actually, since we're speaking about the movie, have you seen this movie uh, from? Um, Wired, Jesus, I, I, I forgot, Ben Shapiro, uh, Ben Shapiro on the channel, which, which channel is Ben Shapiro on? Daily Wire, Daily Wire, uh, Wire movie about basketball, basketball, right? It's like a documentary? <laughs> oh no, man, yeah. this is a comedy about the uh, basketball players that actually uh, not super, super, um, super good or super popular, so to speak. And they have realized that if they declare themselves a transgender, they can play against females. <laughs> and this is the whole movie. And when they realize that they can they change the declarance of their gender anytime they want, they effectively can declare themselves as a female at the start of the game and male back again at the end of the game. <laughs> they can do it. So this is the whole concept of the movie uh, that Daily Wire created. So I haven't yet watched, but I have tons of the folks that I know watch. And uh, the movie is bad in the sense that it's Daily Wire. They don't have a budget usually. So it's a really cheap made movie, so to speak. Uh, but it's hilarious. Okay. Um, okay, since we spoke about the movie, I just recall that. 
Uh, two things that uh, I wanted to mention. One, have you heard that Apple Apple Vision Pro now been can be pre, pre? Oh yeah, they they sold eighty thousand in the fifteen minutes or something. <laughs> yes, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I was considering to buy it, but I sit down and try to write down what I want to do with it, and I didn't really want to make a three D games yet, so like or VR games. So I decided, okay, I'll just wait for reviews. Oh, the summer review is already out because it's already have the the, the people that tried it. But it was saying that it sold eighteen thousand and it cost three dot five k. Not eighteen eighty. Eighty. Okay, eighty thousand. Three and a half. Uh, three and a. So I think so. They earned two, almost three hundred millions in the fifteen minutes. Obviously, we need to understand how much they're spending on manufacturing it. But man, this is just crazy. Yeah. Um, it's a big scale. To be fair, it's not that bad in the sense that you still can pre-order, but you will not get it until roughly at least March, March. I think. Yeah, yeah, at least March. Yeah, I decided to not buy it. But I think like people actually... Um, I know people who make VR games. Mm -hmm. VR games slowly getting popular. It's still a niche, uh, but there are companies who specialized on VR games, who make VR games like for different platforms. They probably jump to this one first as well. Plus all kind of like, I think one where this will be really uh, require like really popular to buy is you know like some special trainings for special machinery for like rare professions where training is so expensive that cost of these glasses is nothing. And I think that will be really like a small but still like very expensive market. That's true, but I personally actually want to work on this thing. So, yeah, I know it's heavy, I know all the problem, but actually the one strange person that used to work inside of the Oculus, uh, mm -hmm. not for long, and the main problem wasn't weight, wasn't the fact that it's heavy or the battery, no, nothing like that. The main problem for me was pure uh, lack of normal resolution. And if this thing has a really nice resolution, I actually going to work on it. I going to put it on me and I'm going to spend tons of the time on it because this is the thing that I really like in Oculus. If you actually would design your virtual environment properly with the right keyboard, with a mouse, you can only take your hardware keyboard with you. It's all you need. You, you, you're sitting in the, I don't know, the call train, in the train or in the, in the car, you're putting this on you and you have your full desktop. In, in the monitor in the size place uh, where you want them to be and you just keep working um, I, I don't know like if i want to work i mean i mostly work from home but i wanted to say okay it's it's still much more expensive than monitor but then i check monitor i want to buy and it still costs two and a half thousands so <laughs> not far from this one and this is a proper M2 computer right there. But tell me, what the out of curiosity, what the monitor? Because I <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a Dell 6K. I want it for a long time. I think it's like a perfect set of everything that I want. Uh, it has a built-in camera. It has 6K resolution, 32 inches. It has a lot of slots and has KVM on two computers with power. Just like exactly all things that I buy as a peripheral. Mm -hmm. It's in there, so I just want one of these and that's it. Wait, how does it work? Uh, if I'm saying 32 oh, inches... Yeah. No, it's, it, this one is only 32 inches. 6K. Oh, 8K. You, actually, no, you look at... Uh, but there's a 6K. 
of 32 inches 6k yes this one okay so just look on this so this is 6k i'm clicking on 34 inches right 34 oh, yes, inches you have a super shitty website correct now now tell me where do you think i will go we'll click back on 32 inches <laughs> join today <laughs> <laughs> it will go on 8k <laughs> so no no 6k forget about this even though i wasn't 6k just now yeah it's, it's a horrible website to be fair i i'm using 5k and uh, lg ultra fine lg mm -hmm. ultra fine i'm loving it uh and i have zero problem with it so it's my favorite monitor i um the only reason why I'm considering to update it to have something that works with iPad because I have the old one that doesn't work with iPad. But yes, this one is amazing. Like Retina, yeah. Uh, it doesn't have KVM, but yeah. Yeah, I was looking at this one as well uh, until that show up and then I decided, okay, 32 inches with 6K means I can run it in half resolution. And that would be like, just perfect, like, for me. But if you're planning to run at half resolution, why need to buy half resolution? Because Apple has a much better font rendering. So when you make a half resolution on screen, on like 4K, mm -hmm. you can actually see that fonts are actually rendering still in a 4K. Oh yeah, 4K is, is uh, for me, 5K is a minimum for 30 plus inches. Like if you have uh, 27, even 27 plus, but you like, yeah, 5K is a minimum. Because yeah, I can see 4K on the 32 inches. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, but even, even like I, I'm running right now on 4K monitor, mm -hmm. but I'm running like half, like full HD resolution. Because yes, like everything is a bit bigger, but fonts are actually very smooth. Mostly this is a problem because Apple, like macOS doesn't have really good UI scaling. Like compared, for example, like if you go to Linux, Linux has problem with phones, but they have tons of options for UI scaling. Um, so for me, the best option is like full HD, but on a half resolution. Got it, got it, got it. Um, one screen that I wanted to, you know, was considering, but again, this is not a 6K, this is just 5K. This is their new Apple screen because I... This is, I miss this fact completely. They used to have their own display and now oh, they yeah, use they made a studio. Yeah, they now made a studio display, which is uh, which is one and a half K and it's 5K Retina and it supports iPad. Uh, it has a camera in building. It has, uh, to be fair, it's, it looks like exactly the same as my LG, but it's probably support uh, I iPad. I'd be surprised if, if uh, Matrix is exactly the same. <laughs> Yes, yes, probably, probably, yes. You're probably right. Uh, unfortunately, none of them support HDR. Like, I don't think this one support. Out of curiosity, HDR, no. Uh, let me uh, let me use this. Oh, here's a live example of using that uh, service that I mentioned. So I'm okay. saying new thread, um, studio display, display. Does it has HDR? So let's see what does it think. Doing, doing the search. Does not support HDR. Okay, here is your answer. Uh, and you see it shows for Reddit. Uh, it analyzes other places, but yeah, Reddit is usually the main one where, where you find so that. Dell 6K supports something HDR 600. I don't know what does it mean. Oh, this is actually a good one because you have 1040... Uh, L6K supports HDR. This is good. This is interesting. 
Dell UltraSharp uh, 6K. Yes, the Dell UltraSharp HDR video conference. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, nice, nice. Hmm, HDR 600. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But like two times more. I really love HDR, but like do it really two times more. It's almost uh, Apple Vision Pro. Yeah, yes. And uh, okay, does, uh, last question. Does Apple Vision Pro support HDR? But how it's like support, they have really small screens. So I think it's very hard to achieve black. On the other side, they're so yes. close to your eyes. Uh -huh. yeah, so it's, they don't need like huge... Um, brightness you know here is a here is a twist and this twist is important you see this shit it's compatible with hdr mm. because it's you know there is tons of the monitor especially cheap chinese monitor that says it's hdr compatible what is really mean that it has decoder that supports hdr but the matrix might be as shitty as his usual matrix it just will show you the icon that oh it's hdr you're like oh my god this is hdr sure yes uh yeah uh yeah the, i i don't like this twist I, I i don't think apple will do it but i don't like the, the twist uh anyway i think we're precisely an hour so what do you think we end yeah, here think my we friend? can uh, we can finish for today Okay, uh, thank you everyone for listening to us and uh, we will be here same time uh, next week. Uh, yeah, say bye. yeah, say bye to everyone, my bye friend. Bye-bye.